Hello and welcome to Suvata Cast. I'm Esme. Here at Suvata, we believe all people deserve to live a life free from suffering. It is our mission to support the expansion of human potential and liberation, and we do so through the work here on this podcast. You can find out more at our website, suvata.org. When I was a teenager, I loved the show Nip Tuck, a drama on FX about two plastic surgeons in Miami, Florida. One scene from the first episode left an indelible impression. In the first episode, Sean, one of the doctors, blows up his life. His business partner, Christian, says, and I'm paraphrasing here, Big change isn't easy. You want to change? Go the nip-tuck route. Subtle, imperceptible changes like we recommend to our patients. You don't need to go through a whole life lift. The nip-tuck route of making small, imperceptible changes has a name. It's called Kaizen. This Japanese philosophy posits that if you want to make a change, it's easier to make small changes, 1%, every day for a long period of time instead of a big change in a short period of time. I used to subscribe to this until I realized it doesn't work. Not for me, anyway. There's plenty of anecdotal evidence to indicate this method works for other people, but for me, not so much. I invariably fail. I get frustrated by the lack of visible progress, by the lack of visible change, and I just stop. I become paralyzed and I also revert to my old patterns. What works for me, the only thing that works for me, is an entire life lift. The only way I transform is when I make changes in multiple areas of my life all at once. This allows me to create a new identity and shed the old. I embody the new and I leave the old by the wayside. When I quit eating meat, I did so by deciding right then and there, I'm done, I'm out. I, all of a sudden, was a vegetarian. I had to make the change in my mind to reflect the new identity. I made other changes at the time. I made other tangential shifts as well, such as eating more produce and drinking more water. I adopted the mindset of somebody who was healthy and I I adopted their identity which allowed me to then act in alignment with what I believed a healthy person would do. This shift came shortly after I became a yogi. Whenever I would tell people I'm a vegetarian or I'm a yogi, it would go to reinforce my new normal. It would strengthen my belief and my conviction. 
my father, who is a delightful, charming man, quit smoking cold turkey. He was a habitual two-pack-a-day smoker, and the way he tells the tale, his best friend, a doctor, made a comment about how my dad would start smoking again as soon as he was recovered from pneumonia. And my dad went, fuck you, I'm not doing it, I'm a non-smoker now. And it worked. My dad hasn't touched a cigarette in 40 years. While this may sound like a fake it till you make it kind of thing, it's really not because it's not about faking, it's not about pretending. It's about being. It's about being the new you. It's about living it. It's about rewiring your subconscious mind, shifting your programming to accept that new lifestyle habit or change is your new normal. The biggest reason that change doesn't take and that new habits are hard to form and old habits are hard to break is because of identity. By enacting changes that are at odds with who you are and what you believe, you're creating cognitive dissonance in your mind. And if you don't fail, it will be a hard and rocky road and not the delicious kind. Your mind will always, always, always take the path of least resistance Your mind will always try to make sense of events, beliefs, thoughts, attitudes, encounters. It's just wired to. Your mind is wired to make sense of the information that comes into it. That's how your mind works. That's what it's for. Your mind will try to make sense of the fact that you started doing yoga, but your identity isn't that of someone who does yoga. Your mind will try to make sense of the fact that you're a smoker, but you're not smoking. Your mind will do everything in its power to get you to live in alignment with your identity. If you quit doing yoga after a week, if you continue smoking, if you're only able to stop for 12 hours... It will appear as though your mind is sabotaging you, but it's really not. Your mind will feel like it's done its job by ensuring you live within the confines of your identity. If you don't fully embody the new identity that goes along with the habit or with the lifestyle shift or the change or the attitude or the belief, you will eventually stumble unless... By some miracle, you've got iron will and determination that just pushes you through. If you were to attempt the changes you desire while you're out on vacation, it would be dramatically easier because you're on vacation. You're out of your usual routine. You're out of the habits and the rituals and routines that your brain wants so desperately to hang on to. When you're out of your element, your brain is a lot less likely to go, Oh, hey, wait a minute. Shouldn't we be doing XYZ right now? But when you're home, you've got those XYZ things, those habits, those rituals, those routines. 
and it's very difficult for you to stop doing them or to start doing new ones while you are in your environment. But when you do, when you do make the changes while you're in your environment, they're more likely to stick because it's harder and you have to reprogram your brain in order to do it. Change, growth, doesn't happen in a vacuum. It doesn't happen when you're out on vacation. As soon as you're back home, you revert to your usual routines. Your brain's autopilot mode kicks in. Real change, real growth, happens when you are surrounded by your life, when you are surrounded by your work and those bitchy coworkers and your annoying spouse and your children who drive you insane, though you love them dearly. When you are surrounded by your reality... And you still manage to convince your brain that these changes are not only okay, that they're good for you. When you convince your brain that these new habits and these routines don't need to be guarded against, that you don't need to be protected, that's when lasting change sticks. That's when it happens. And that is the theme for today's meditation. Today, we are going to start working on your subconscious programming, and we are going to start making some shifts to the way you view yourself, your routine, your habits, whatever it is that you want to change. We're going to start working on making changes to the subconscious programming that gets you stuck where you are right here, right now. Let's start this meditation practice by finding your comfortable seat. As you settle in, take brief note of any tension that you're feeling in your body. In your own time, Gently close your eyes and bring your awareness to your breath. Just pay attention to the way the breath feels coming in and out of your body. Just observe the breath in its natural state. Don't try to force it to be anything that it's not. Begin to slowly deepen your breath. Nice long inhale. 
followed by a nice cleansing exhale. Notice how your body starts to relax. Notice how your shoulders start to loosen. Notice how your ribs and your belly soften. As you breathe, you're going deeper and deeper into a state of complete relaxation. In your own time, bring your awareness to your present life. Identify one thing that if you had a magic wand, you could undo or change. As this thought comes into your awareness, notice how your body starts to feel. Make note if there's any tension that starts to well up in your body. And if so, bring your awareness back to your breath and deep inhale and then soften on the exhale. Reflect back on the thing that you wish to change. Maintain your deep, long, relaxing breath. And ask yourself, why haven't I changed this yet? Lots of minor things are going to be coming to the surface now. Things that you can't control and all of the excuses that you're telling yourself. As you continue to breathe deeply, take your awareness deeper into your mind. Push all those surface excuses to the side and ask yourself, what is really preventing me from making this change? Try not to judge yourself for whatever comes up for you here. 
We all have our own baggage, our own flaws, our own stories and narratives that are keeping us stuck with a behavior or in a situation that we wish was different. Take a deep breath in. And on your exhale, start to release that self-judgment that you've been carrying around with you. Deep breath in. And as you exhale, release the judgment. And we'll do one more. Nice deep inhale. And as you exhale, soften and relax and release that critical self-judgment. It's important to acknowledge that everything that is in your life even that which you wish was not. The habits, the situations, the people that you encounter, they are all here for your soul to learn a lesson. You are not a bad person for allowing any of these things to continue. You are not a bad person for not having taken action sooner. Your soul is in the process of growth. Bring your awareness back to your breath. And just notice how you feel in your body in the moment. Notice if your breathing is deep or shallow. Notice if there's any tension in between your shoulder blades. Notice the way your body feels in contact with the seat. Bring your awareness to your third eye. So the space right between your brows. Your third eye is responsible for much insight and intuition. It is responsible for seeing what is not seen. With your awareness focused 
on your third eye. Repeat after me. I deserve to be happy and fulfilled. I deserve to be at peace with who I am. I deserve to move through the world with grace and ease. I deserve to release all that does not serve my highest good. Bring your awareness down to your breath. Take a nice, deep, cleansing inhale. And on your exhale, repeat after me. I release all that does not serve me. One more deep inhale. And on your exhale, I am free and at peace. Bring your hands in prayer in front of your heart. And just take a moment here to give thanks to the universe for making you who you are right here, right now. And give thanks for the burdens, for the hassles, for that which you wish to change because all of this is just going to make you into who you were meant to become. In your own time, bring your awareness back into the room. Namaste. so much for tuning into this episode of Suvata Cast. If you're really getting into these meditations, and if you like the music, then I've got a treat for you. You can learn more about meditation and also get hour-long meditation music tracks that you can use at home, on your phone, on the go, doesn't matter. You can get all of that over at suvata.org slash meditate. And it's totally, totally free. Thank you so much again for tuning in. I will see you right back here in your podcast player tomorrow.